0: Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geist the Sin Eater's Chronicle, Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is Episode 7, The Emperor's Finest.
1: Greetings, foolish mortals. For possibly the last time Mm. we arrive here this evening into our finale part one of question mark depending on how things go tonight before we dive back into the underworld want to give a special thanks both to our sponsor roll 20 as well as all of our ghosts and ghouls out in patreon land thank you to adele al alexander ulcerit bernie buck cha cha real smooth chandra chris Doc. Dominion rule. Parentheses. Must speak in bad French accent. Emil. Use eighty-two. George, James, John, John, Josh. Camo, cat feathers. Klaus, crazy man. Long live the queen. Melissa, Michael, Milo V three. Ms. Grumpy. Moku. Mozart D minor. Noba. Arithaic. Other guy, Perry, Foog, Porter, Tear, Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Chixara. Smoothest shark in any direction. Karen, Thomas, Toast, Vortex Falcon. Why gender when you can serve the Iron Pyramid? Mm. Zoltan and Aphenalis. Thank you all very much for your support as it allows us to get ready to, well, the topic on my mind is we're going to have some new, ma- new art when we go back to Mage come We'll call it late winter, early spring, and we like to pay our artists. So thanks for helping us do that. When we last left off, the crew had done some cool shit. Uh, they invented base jumping.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> leaped into the hell mouth of a giant Avernian gate in the middle of no man's land of the battlefields of Belgium and fell for a very long time. Uh, They were attacked bothered perhaps by uh, some spooky hell bats with mm, sort of horrifying cluster mouths going on instead of bodies. Um, they had landed uh, deep within a slot canyon that was absorbing all of the new arrival ghosts. They met their new best friend. Yep. What did I call this man? Anybody remember?
2: Oh, God, I don't remember.
1: I did not write down his name. I really feel like um, it was uh, a bill. Jeremy,
2: uh, I thought I called
0: him Brad. Aaron. No, it was not Brad.
1: Okay. Okay. Sherman. Yeah, quick, help my memory. Is it ben Benjamin? I think it was. Oh, it
0: been Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ben.
1: that sounds about right. Because remember, um, Uncle Ben. Yeah,
2: it's just really earnest.
1: Ernest is maybe not how I would phrase it. Yeah. Excitable. <laughs> Uh, uh it's say
3: anything if it's on Yeah, like, yeah, to perhaps.
1: Do. We gave this ghost uh, some
2: ghost uh, cocaine.
1: I just realized I am loaded into the wrong game. It's like I don't do have You clicked the most recent stars. one as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Earlier I was looking around for stuff and I dug up uh, Drifter, Amanita, and Vicar. And <laughs> so when I jumped in today, I was like, hang on. <laughs>
1: was going on here. As a Benjamin, I can say that yes, his name (laughs) was Benjamin. Great. Um, The crew escaped the Slot Canyon and made their way through uh, the upper reaches of the underworld to the shores of a river in a base and dregs sort of Encampment is maybe the, the furthest I will go towards calling it uh, some semblance of civilization mm-hmm. on the on the uh, shore of this river. Uh, right and I believe we had left off with a part of some creature making a splash off in the distance, in where the river ri- widens, yes. and the crew staring at a um. Cloaked and silent figure standing at the edge of the dock.
0: On a raft, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you like to do?
2: So, do we have anything to pay at all then?
4: we have the juice of our corpus
2: we also have or well Cody has thanks true
4: indeed if he so wishes to part with them
0: Actually, That's a good question I can't remember
1: if, you can talk in character, but I will tell you out of character, you all need to give one essence as payment.
2: Cool. So that's three plasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to see if it would take the, um, the ghost items because we can turn them into plasm. <laughs> or they are plasm?
0: even. Uh, I mean, they're they're ephemeral items, um, but at max, that's only good for three essence, and there are unfortunately five of us.
1: Assuming you're taking Benjamin with you,
2: I think Ben can stay in the Little River encampment. That was my prayer,
1: but yeah, I don't think he's going to go with you.
2: He's Especially got after one essence.
1: A big splash, yeah.
0: Well, and this is me metagaming. Technically, Ben has something else to pay the, the ferryman with, but... but yeah.
2: He's, he's, gonna
1: stay, he's gonna stay here and do some grifter shit. We
2: pulled him out of the, the Flesh Canyon, books. so he's yep. he can be free now. It
1: was not Flesh.
2: I mean I
0: get where she's coming from you were talking about it absorbing people into walls it's made of compacted ghost bodies yeah, yeah but, but it's but not flesh. fleshy in that way it's more you know like uh, what, what was the comparison it's layers of,
1: it's layers of bone and marrow and plasma, plasm but not like yeah not, not flesh because that sounds we all know what that sounds like yeah And we don't need Dorothy going in another one of those. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, well... um, Hmm. Oh, actually... We can... Since it's my grave goods... That I'm going to give up. uh, Which I'm willing to do, but that still leaves us with one... More person to pay passage for. uh, We could basically... Split the cost amongst ourselves (laughs) amongst ourselves (laughs) of the plasm
4: every journey takes a toll I'm willing to pay my own
0: okay and that would work for us Uh, I will strike out my grave goods Um, handling that uh, out of character In character, Um, Cody is going to walk up to the man uh, because we have some sense, I'm imagining, that we need to go deeper into the underworld. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. um, And just uh, probably not very jovially, but like, hey, buddy, um, can we hire your ship?
1: And silently, just reaches out a skeletal palm. Okay. Jeffrey
4: um, sure. Quincy Jones approaches and congeals a coin, as described in the Inferno. Matte black, only reflecting a dull light, lowers it into his hand. And nods and says, I pay your toll, ferryman.
1: Uh, it grabs it between fingers and rolls it over its knuckles and then holds it back up. And on one side, um, still matte black is embossed with a side view of your face. Excellent. Cool. He flips it over. And it is just shredded, ripped metal. Ooh, shit.
3: Dorothy just kind of like, yeah. isn't it, is it the story about not paying until you get there? Mm, no.
2: No, you have to pay Luke to get on the ferry.
0: <laughs> Otherwise you're stuck with Charon just like not taking you anywhere, right?
4: This is not a story about mistrust. Also, I believe the ferryman knows, but if he were to betray us, his bones would be rent into meal.
3: Just oh, having wow. trouble getting this new dark version of you. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Stafford turns. and says, "What do you mean by dark?"
3: There's definitely been a mood change that I'm just having trouble adjusting to. It catches me off guard from time to time. Mm-hmm. You were, that's what I'm looking for, happier a couple days ago. Was I? You
0: appeared happier. Uh, I'm just glad that you're pulling the mask back.
4: I feel just as happy as I was before. Indeed, perhaps I've just shared with you something. I wouldn't have otherwise. We weren't in this
0: mm. hellhole.
4: Interminable grip. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, Cody is over here, like pulling uh, a, an entrenching tool and like uh, a cot uh, and some other various like camp supplies out from his grave goods bag, very Deadpool esque, and just like holding them up <laughs> to the, the ferryman going. <coughs> Will these suffice?
1: It makes a notion of like
0: compacting them
1: down. Yeah, just Cody
0: starts. Actually, I think Cody. It's like one for you, and here's the cot for you, and then you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we my trade over. Yeah, I trade over an item and two plasm. I guess. Mm-mm.
0: I know, because each of the grave goods is worth uh essence, essence or plasm equal to its dot value, so each of them is worth one essence. If oh, okay. we don't yeah, if we don't absorb it as plasm, then it's just one essence.
1: You're very echoey. All of a sudden.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happens when the mic completely turns upside down.
1: Okay. <laughs> um so yeah, in, in sequence. Um, the three of you hand over um, a coin. The, the sort of process of paying with the goods it sort of congeals in, in between the, the grasp of your hand and his. Um, and then he, with the same motion, flicks it over his knuckles and holds it up two sides and you each get on one side a profile of your own face um, and on the other a representation of your geist Ooh. and beckons onto the raft um, it is made of big thick logs lashed together Um. Probably 20 feet long by 10 feet wide. So it's sizable. That said, with four passengers and your you know, your geists uh, being more present here, uh, it does, you know, it crowds up. Um, there are no others that join you on this, um, though you catch various glances from the forlorn ghosts in the small crowd um the sort of um, understanding that they are burdened by the decision whether to venture deeper um The ferryman does not ask where you are going um, and merely puts his pole down into the deep black waters of the river and pushes off. Uh, the only instructions that he gives is a knowing glance of his you know fully hooded like the only thing you have seen of him is the skeletal hand right everything else is just draped black um very much a like out of character we talk about how like especially in the upper reaches there's a lot of reflection of how people feel about the underworld culturally and stuff like that. And so the the this the symbol of this black death, this ferryman, is very strong. And that is how he appears here. Um and so the instruction is just a single skeletal finger held up in front of his face.
0: Cody Cody gets into that just little, you know, cross legged sit and then goes through kind of rudimentary well, i don't know if they would have done in world war one breaking the part of your rifle but uh you know checking over his supplies and stuff like that
1: i mean as long as guns have been around you have had to take care of them
0: mm-hmm. well i'm thinking of the, that full dismantling thing oh. but yeah clean. Yeah, cleaning cleaning his rifles exactly what he would do then
2: before we head out is the beast going to be a problem Or will it stay underneath?
4: Oh, the one that's reaching a tendril up Who above the asking? water
1: surface?
2: Um, The ferryman, I guess.
1: Um, maybe that's when he just says
0: Keep it quiet and pretend we're in Venice.
2: Yep, I'm going to sit down, sort of kneeling, quite lightly, arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a that's a good strategy. Um. Yeah, the great news about ferrymen is that as long as they are doing what they're supposed to do and take payment for the ride is that they navigate perfectly and do not have anything go wrong. Mm -hmm. So as long as y'all follow the rules and he follows the rules, which by nature of being the ferryman he is very, not just incentivized but pressured to um, you have a nice little river cruise. There are things in the water that you see. There are things on the shores that you pass by. There are things that fly above in the air. But during this ride you are protected.
3: And just point of order, Dorothy is not seeing anything in the water. Just- <laughs> making that clear she just focused on her <laughs> knitting as she's
0: sitting
3: there <laughs> so like nope there was nothing there I didn't hear a splash <laughs> hmm?
0: Cody occasionally putting his arm up to, to measure the sleeve as she works on her knitting <laughs> or whatever or probably socks you're just always making socks. socks right
3: yeah socks for the guys
1: yeah. what is stuff we're doing
4: Quincy jones is looking at the tendril or any signs of potential aggression and is waiting behind the ferryman quite politely adhering to the rules that he expected from his um, poetic and literary understanding of the ferryman's role but um, if anyone were to pay close attention to him it would seem that he is right on the cusp of unleashing his rage um, if you had ever seen that before, right? If you had actually paid attention to it before. Not that you'd you witness the rage come out, but like the transition between Defford walking around being decorous and then unleashing the rage. It seems like he's he's right on that edge, yet he doesn't seem unsettled by it. If the tendril comes,
1: Defford's about to forfeit a voyage.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: As I said you yep. are protected mm-hmm. nothing nothing pops up and splashes the raft nothing disturbs oh, yeah. there is one small bump of something hitting the bottom of the raft mm. but the, the ferryman makes no gestures of alarm or concern and just pushes Cool. Um, hit the pole never comes all the way out of the river. You have no idea how long it is. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how totally. deep this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. If any of you were to have the idea to like look too close at the river, each of your guys would just be like, "Let's let's not nah. let's not do that." <laughs> even
0: pull you back from the
2: edge, just grab you by the back of the neck and pull you <laughs> even,
1: back. Even jagged shards would yeah. be like, that's. Not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> the measure, the one measure of reason in his mm. existence.
0: I guess that's true. We could have silent conversations with our geists. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: yeah.
4: That's cool.
0: I don't have anything specifically to bring up. I was just mm. playing with my head.
1: Confirming that option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you sense. Communicate. Me. Sort of inner monologue style um so there is a a bit of winding that you go through in this river and then i winding road uh what nothing sir sir um no just that from the point you're at it's a bit um skinny and and winding like the upper reaches of a river and as you progress it gets wider Um, and as it slows its current and spreads out and flattens out Um, anyone that's spent any time on the water recognizes that you're approaching some sort of delta or something Um, it pushes it over towards the other bank Um, and a Matching nondescript wooden dock, um, and there is a there's a feeling of a completion uh, of a lifting of roles and and participation, uh, and he just stands on the edge of the dock, just gestures.
0: Cody, like, like, it's like, I think it's okay to actually speak aloud now as he, you know, kind of quickly, like, hop steps (laughs) off the boat. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get away from the river a little bit.
1: You step onto a black sand beach that quickly climbs up, giving way to some sort of Play, and you have to kind of scramble up a rather steep embankment. Um, at the top, there is, uh, simply put, a transition point, um, and it you are suddenly greeted with this sweeping vista of rolling hills of grain growing and swaying. Uh, And a simple but grand, if that makes sense, grand in scale, simple in design, um, set of stone pillars with a flat uh, crossbar, so to speak, out in the middle of this field. So, like a gate
0: kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, unless it's anybody... a portal.
2: Uh, is it dark?
1: Um, I would say that the the grain is quite literally golden yeah with a glow right so it, it, the overarching cavern that you're in you cannot see the ceiling and there is no there's no sun above there are no stars above this is simply disappears into darkness but there is light to see here as this swaying field of as you step into it somewhere between 6 and 12 feet tall strands of of grain and from, from from that point where you step into it and then you think of how tall those columns look in the distance it kind of puts a set of scale into your head
0: can't do the gladiator run my hand through the grain thing you gotta make it all tall on me <laughs> Awesome, more creepy this way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, if the, uh... The ferryman took us to our destination, we all have the same place in mind, right?
4: Yes. We're trying to find the corporal, are we not?
0: That was my idea.
4: And sigh through his troops...
0: Well, I mean that's a possibility. Right wheat.
3: I mean we should just keep our options open then.
4: There many ways to scythe. We can mm-hmm. use violence. We can disperse them through words. Intimidation. You're saying Ash?
2: Perhaps they're on the other side. Mike the walking Yep.
0: And considering the height of them, are we able to keep a vague idea of, like, that top bar and stuff? Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, you can kind of, like, part enough to be able to see off in the distance. As you uh, make your way actually into this, um, there is rustling that you're seeing off at various parts of things and people moving through the grain
2: we should hold on to each other I have rope <laughs> I'm just gonna like reach out and grab the back of your jacket like going through a haunted house
0: <laughs> hmm? oh that works
1: too um I need a navigation roll Oops, I'm sorry Somebody wants to navigate
2: me. via grain
0: <laughs> all right so, as the resident farm boy, <laughs> um, I don't know necessarily what he would roll for this.
1: Um, there are any of any of the board. approaches that it uh, gives you options of—society, architecture, or uh, like survival type things—are all okay. valid here. There are people to be encountered in the grain. There is.
0: I
2: would rather not. <laughs>
0: yeah I'd rather not but if we see him uh, but that actually works pretty well then uh, Cody will probably apply
1: options uh,
0: uh, I guess actually composure plus empathy and not you know trying to basically not be uh, put off from especially down this deep some off putting things and creatures and people uh, I will spend a willpower on it. Closure, empathy, three.
1: And this is instinct? By um, society.
0: Uh, by society was my intention. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. For, there we go. Wondered why that looked so weird. On the screen, mm-hmm. I was in dark mode.
3: <laughs> cool.
1: Um. So, you gather yourselves up, and Cody the farm boy says, "Oh, it's where, where is he from again?"
0: Um. affirming farming household. I didn't actually specify where Oh Indiana. I'm Indiana. Okay,
1: Indiana. I was gonna say like Iowa, like yeah. It's got big big midwestern farm boy energy. Yep. Um and you know, it's just like the cornfields, it's fine. It's scarier than it it's scarier in your mind than it is here, and then starts picking his way through and, and finding just ghosts. Um, moving through going through the motions of cutting some, yes, great.
3: While we're moving through here, can I sort of casually interrogate the local population just to get an idea of the lay of the land ahead of us? Like with a manipulation and socialized role or something? I think that's sure. kind of what I'm me, doing.
1: Yeah, that's right, what bit. you're
3: doing for the navigation. I'm trying to, like, yeah, what are we getting ourselves into? I'm
1: going to give you a little bit of that. Okay. Um, but yeah, we can probably investigate it further if you want. Okay. Um, yeah, there are just a lot of just ghosts here doing farm things. Um, lots of sickles and stuff like that, and threshers, and um, a lot of them have a sort of basket on their back that they're stuffing grain into um and moving through and in a consistently familiar town i think by by nature of your role here you've you've kind of you know you passed the vibe check right um, it's an appropriate one and to what's up I said that's great. That's an appropriate way to describe it. Yeah, Um, like oh, yeah, you're trying to get over that. Yeah, just keep on going. You're you're on a straight line. You're doing great. Um, Their accents shift and and blend um, from from person to person. You could swear that someone is speaking Greek someone is speaking French you have someone that could easily have been your neighbor from your hometown um but you understand what they're saying um and um I think after speaking to a few of these you kind of have the idea of where where are we um and each person just kind of smiles and just says Elysium Cody
0: takes that at face value, but out of character. Mm.
2: (laughs) Someone has made the Elysian Fields.
4: Um, Befford looks around and says, The Elysian Fields are a place of rest and respite, they're a desirable location for a shade once tortured in an earthly existence not of their choosing and so what does that imply about where we are
0: a whole lot of things but I'm not saying anything until well actually I think Cody says that we're in the wrong place
4: Die not by their own hand and wish to experience some semblance of vengeance or satisfaction posthumously. Perhaps if you died this way and you visited the Elysian Fields, a commander would be able to easily entice you to join his army and wreak havoc on the world above, a world that, well, considered you merely just chaff rather than wheat. Uh, and then Stafford, like rolls his shoulders and he says, hmm, I could go for a nice piece of toast.
1: Uh, Craig, mm-hmm. go ahead and make that roll.
2: Sure. Okay.
1: What, what exactly are you trying to find out?
3: I um, had a couple of things in mind. One is, are these folks actually farming, or are they just going through the motions? Like does the grain regrow as soon as it's cut? You know, that kind of thing. Are they actually doing anything? Like, like are these guys part of what we're planning on getting into? I'm kind of getting that vibe based on the conversation we had with Drew, but I I wanna know how like how aware they are of their situation in the area around us.
1: Um I would argue that in this place those two questions are not different okay they are all cognizant and aware they can tell you bits about who they were
3: Mm -hmm.
1: above Um, and
3: where all the grain is going for example
1: I think if that is your line of questioning right if you're trying to figure out what happens to the grain and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um then that is not a question about these folks.
3: Okay.
1: Um, they will tell you that folks from elsewhere come and harvest their grain, and sometimes they harvest too much and have to be fended off. But that this Ooh. is a place like for a- sustenance.
3: Okay,
1: and you can recognize that there's no there's no villages, there's no buildings, there's none of that, and so when you when you said, are they kind of just going to the motions? Yeah, they are, um, but the screen is packed full of essence. It is a staggering amount. Cool, um, and you see that occasionally as they're harvesting they'll. i mean this is not how grain is enjoyed right but you just yeah. kind of they'll just kind of take one with their teeth and just sort of strip it mm-hmm. Um and then in a sort of you know vague amalgamation of you know somewhere between like chewing sunflower seeds and you know like they're not eating right it's just this motion and and i think as as that happens, there's this like kind of shifting perception here and you see that like, oh, okay, a minute ago, I thought it was wheat, but no, there's that's just like a bunch of stalks of corn right there. And and so there is there's definitely something going on here, but it does not appear to be it doesn't come across in any way as sinister. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Any no, more no, information no. about it i'm gonna need some more like avenues of investigation and stuff like that but okay. you have it can happen as you navigate you have successfully navigated across the field and made your way to this giant gate Sweet.
4: Oh, well, stafford quincy jones says one more thing as we've left the fields mm-hmm. he says hmm. sometimes i've envied those who long for nothing more than a long life harvesting wheat from the ground benefiting from the toil they put into it and never experiencing the larger consequences of greater civilization and I would consider it a balm to my weary spirit if upon my death I were gifted with such a simple task even to repeat to eternity.
0: I think heaven a little better than that, but I mean you're not wrong. It's pretty, pretty nice neutral limbo.
4: Well, heaven is in many ways a state of mind, state of being, a matter of perception. Perhaps for a lifetime farmer coming to a place where Their crops never experienced damage from weather. For the sun was always as bright as it needed to be. The bread they baked and the wheat they ground was always as moist and satisfying as they hoped it would. And they never experienced a bare harvest when they didn't have enough to feed their family. That would seem like heaven to me if I were this person.
0: As someone who grew up on a farm, my heaven has n- nothing like a farm on it.
4: <laughs> that's you, isn't it?
2: Yep. I mean, it's hard labor. Forever.
4: Oh, that's the point, isn't it? Hard is a matter of perspective. For a person that doesn't have achy joints or a weary back, it might be enjoyable. For those of us who enjoy working with our hands, as opposed to sitting under the boughs of a leaning tree, spinning poems with a delicate man.
0: Satisfaction of a day's labor again and again and again might be okay.
4: No consequence, yes. If you don't experience the harm to your body that occurs when you're bent over iteratively for a decade. Why wouldn't it be wonderful to experience the thing that you once loved when you were young, when you were vital? <laughs> to each their own, I'm merely pointing out that these shades deserve an understanding for what they might have chosen what they might continue to enjoy. Just because our preferences might be different does not mean we should so quickly dismiss it.
0: I am not dismiss it. Uh-huh. I'm just saying this is in my place. <laughs>
3: I'm just surprised that I didn't know that places like this could exist on here.
1: Does anyone investigate in any way further?
2: I want to look into the gate.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. that's that's what Cody's after.
1: Um, There is sort of a... I think you're walking and, and you have to, you know, go slowly, but you can see it kind of rising above you. And I think one of you suddenly just kicks hard marble stone steps and suddenly you can start kind of almost like walking out of a pool right suddenly you're above the grain suddenly you're up on a big platform um, there is a shimmer that stretches across uh, between these two pillars through this gate. Um, it is not the thick, billowy plasm sort of feel that a lot of other Avernian gates that you have seen. Um, and there is a large figure standing at each of the columns. Um, they are sizable, right? Um, they look down at you, um, kind of draped in billowy, not quite robes, but just flowing clothes, right? Um, in in shades of brown and amber. And all very just like earth tones, right? A little bit of green, um, and uh, their faces are expressions of serene is probably the right. Without the sort of like, like blissed out, like sort of vibe that serene sometimes has it's just
0: content maybe
1: content yeah content's good i like content um uh they just sing our greetings to those from the world above And the other says, and from the world below, together the Sagi of two worlds. What brings you to Elysium?
0: We're looking for the corporal.
1: Or oh, they kind of like to look at each other. I do not know who you mean.
2: We seek a war camp.
3: Run by someone known as um, the Little Corporal.
2: Rows and rows of tents, regimented.
1: Quick point of order. The little corporal was not said in this game, right?
0: That was Craig figuring something out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just oh, okay. heard him
0: called uh, corporal. We've only heard by that by the corporal. Oh,
1: yeah, by the in, in, soldier. Yeah, the soldier just said corporal. Okay.
2: Plus
1: you extracted you say- that it might be Napoleon.
3: Yeah, I thought you had said it. Maybe it was out of character, though. That's what Mm -hmm. I was remembering. Um, Or was the name of the graphic or something? I'm sure that was appropriate.
1: Okay. For reasons that will become evident, it's important to make that distinction.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Sure. I see. You are looking for the Terra. Sounds right. You are soldiers, I see.
0: I think Cody, Cody's is the one who probably says some of us are.
4: <laughs> we are employed in that manner.
1: Hmm. And so soldiers we be. And the so you venture forth to join. This war camp. Make war on behalf. Of those in the world below. That
3: remains
4: to be seen.
0: Maybe, maybe more ambassadors?
3: This war camp is making war on the world above.
0: Or at least is planning to. I guess there's only been one small overture of it. Maybe it was just you know a mistake.
1: This? You know this to be true. The do. Hmm. This is new knowledge. And we while we are urban. not secret keepers or knowledge brokers here. It is good to know yep. if the is making moves. After so long, we thanked you for this knowledge.
0: Does your thanks come in reciprocal form?
1: We have but one thing to give. They just stand there. We will receive your gift. Oh, you may take as much as you wish. Nourish yourselves upon the grains of our land, if you wish. I do.
2: Do you know in which direction we can find the war camp?
3: Yes, of course.
2: Can we barter for that information instead?
1: We will give it freely if you ask it of us.
0: We ask it of you.
1: Very well. And they went off in a direction.
0: I thought talking to the Night Commander was irritating.
1: Have we given offense? No. More
0: curiosity.
3: No. Yeah, Dottie's like, I these folks seem really straightforward to me compared to the Night Commander.
4: <laughs> Stephanie Quincy Jones says, occasionally even when someone takes offense, it is not the fault of the person who is perceived to have given it. Responsibility lies in both the person who speaks and the person who interprets communication they receive. Mm. I'm grateful for your offer of wheat, and I will take of it to sate to my weary corpus. And Stafford walks over and starts eating some wheat.
1: Oh, Shout a little snacky. Yep,
4: Snack, mm. snacky,
1: snacky. Get the gold in we, my body.
0: How much can we get? Since it sounds like there's an infinite field of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, they said take all you want.
1: Um, if you are consuming, mm-hmm. you may you may refill your essence or your plasma track.
4: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: So, what exactly is our plan?
0: I mean, well, and Cody says, right? I was truthful. I want to do this as as ambassadors. Maybe there's some miscommunication. Maybe they have some need of something. We do not need a um, a new front to open up.
2: Oh. Yes, and I know that we are not capable of fighting this army.
4: There was additional information that was implied through what the Guardian said.
1: Effort, can you roll Synergy plus Stamina, please? Yes,
4: happy to. While I'm doing that, Effort says, "Um, they referred to the Corporal as L'Empereau.
2: Mm-hmm. If that's the Corporal, the corporal could be working for someone else. Sure. What they call it a tear? As the war camp?
0: Which Cody Indeed. translates easily because he has the language merit.
2: It's just Earth, right?
1: I didn't want to say the whole thing in Spanish or in, in French, but uh, in chat it is.
2: The land of heroes.
1: No, e Ian Heroes, but yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Heroes Earth. Something like that. We got three hits
4: in stamina synergy.
1: Excellent. Well done. Anybody else Thank eat the grain? Yeah roll stamina synergy please
0: Well that might be a little rough for Dorothy because you haven't raised your synergy yet have you?
3: No, by one. <laughs>
0: okay.
4: Oh yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Done.
4: grubbing on that bulger. Did
1: Adelaide take snack? No?
2: I'm yes. full up. I don't no.
1: need... Well done. Um, cool. You feel content and full in a way that I think perhaps neither of you have in a while. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is a... It is, it is a meal of contentment, fulfillment. It is not um, eating because you have to mm-hmm. give yourself energy, right? It is It is a soul deep. You have refilled your health, your mana, like, like it is. Yeah.
4: Returned to the horse show. Mm-hmm so Uh, considering that this area is more uh, a function of human endeavors and human action right is it Well, maybe not sorry the lesion fields maybe not maybe not I was going to okay hold on
1: Uh, I won't investigate anything else before you leave here yeah Yeah, why not
2: I want to know what is this gate sure because like it doesn't look like an avernian gate right Is there... I don't know. Bust have that occult skill. Yeah, to try to, I mean, mm-hmm. not scrutinize it because we're not mages, but that's what I'm trying right. to do, basically. I mean, yeah, basically.
1: With your knowledge of ghostly things and the occult, like, you can make a roll. Can try and piece together. There are certainly, like, underlying symbols in the marble, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Does the ghost specialization apply?
1: Um, I would say no. Yeah, because it's
2: just something in the underworld. It's not a, a ghost. It's
1: more of a underworld architecture thing. Do you want to make that a dramatic failure? Sure. <laughs> um. You stride up close to the to one column and the the figure on that side steps out of the way and kind of lets you gaze and i think you are tracing your fingers around various not runes right it's not a it's not a language it's not a a a, like spell work or anything like that it doesn't seem occult in that sort of nature um as you've had brief dealings with some of the things before It is like the lines of the universe coming together. Um, It seems deeper and more solid than any Avernian Gate you have seen before. Um, And you step and start looking at the actual veil, is what I'm going to call it. It stretches between these. Um... And um, I think you, you come up a little short of understanding what what it's doing, where this might lead. Um, and the the two figures just step not next to you, not in a threatening way, but closer to you, um, and sort of wait for you to ask the question of where does, where does it go? Um, and they sort of gesture in a way that you feel yourself not compelled but you you but not uh yeah not compelled in a controlled way but you feel safe enough to take a look um
2: yeah
1: and, i feel like i gotta touch it right just yeah. yeah um and they as they sort of just sort of gesture towards it, like open-handed together. Uh, you sort of just... almost like pulling curtains aside, right? You kind of just get a purchase with your hand, and you go to stick your head through to look. Um, and... It goes everywhere. In this sort of... Every, like you... It is a, like if you stick your, if you open your eyes in the ocean, right? There's this salt sting, uh, of of too much to, too much going on, too much to look at. Um, it, like you're 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 not meant to be looking at this, and every time you blink to try and get rid of that, you get a, you open your eyes back up and you get a brief glimpse of a potato field in the Andes. You see. Fields of corn in Americas. You see um, a rice paddy, and, and every time you blink, it's another, it's another glimpse, right? And um, I think you are going to have the. What is a good condition of this? Uh,
2: Some sort of dazed, really. Yeah, I feel like for a while I'm going to pull my face back from this and just kind of be out of it Mm.
4: Everyone's spooked all the time It's the only condition in any system
1: Yeah, I think I think spooked is going to work for for our purposes here of like you know how Avernian gates work. They connect to one place. Mm. This breaks the rules and weirds you out on a soul deep level. Makes a lot of sense.
0: The mage in me is just like, oh, clearly it's connected to the Temenos realm <laughs>
2: <laughs> of farming. Right. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> sort of turn around kind of thousand yard stare and relay all of that to you guys.
1: Um, I think in the, in that sort of like cosmic linked sort of understanding, right? So it's, it's not a failure to understand what's going on, right? It's a failure to, to be able to deal with. That's how I'm making this role work. Cause I want you to know what this is. Cause I, thought it was really cool um yeah and um you realize that the, that this is some sort of a dominion it is a community it has rules and it has a kerberoy protect it Oh baby,
0: I mean, of all the places to end up as a ghost, don't hate it. Just not the one we need.
2: Yeah, work camp's not through there.
0: <laughs> Cody has been ready to go, right? He's yeah. Like, we, just we, we, we got like... pointed, and he's like standing under where that one hand had been. It's like that way. Whenever you
2: guys are ready to go. I'm just sort of blankly walking that direction. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> like you you okay, honey?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw everywhere.
4: What do you mean by everywhere?
2: It goes to every field at the same time.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Daria reaching where cross pocket, pulling a little flask, and you know this usually helps me. <laughs> <laughs> Offers it up. Yeah. Take
2: a drink. Just keep walking. <laughs>
4: I think there's something beautiful about that. Might be the case that regardless of where you form or what you form, that if you die on your own land, you might end up in the same place with others around the world, similarly devoted to reaping what they sow.
3: That was beautiful. He turns. Thank you
2: don't know what the rules here are but that might be one of them
1: Um, you're still within earshot of the guardians
2: yeah they can answer <laughs> yeah. is it is
1: interesting it is simple we ask that anyone that resides here not cause harm to the crops Except
4: for when consuming them. That is not harm. Hmm. That is their purpose. Ah. And then... Stafford stops for a moment. And... There's this brief... Desire to query jagged shards of Silver censure if he suspects that perhaps the crops before they're sowed take a different form than we might expect. And then he realizes, you know what? Don't ask. In this moment, I just don't need to know.
3: I realize that's all internal dialogue, but Dorothy approves. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Just walking <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um yeah so you follow off in the direction that they have uh gestured um making your way slowly but surely through the through the grains um finding the edge stepping out into more of a It is a very strange feeling, but it is it is like a rocky, rolling green hills. Hmm. Um. Sort of your 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 Piedmont sort of vibe. Um. Your foothills of mountains. It could be Scotland. It could be, uh, you know, Appalachia. It could be the hills in Italy. Um. But the idea is low, low plants. Um, small grasses, rolling hills, rocks. Mm-hmm. But it's a tunnel.. Mm-hmm. And it sort of just continues. And so this you have these like, you know, it's 20, 30 feet wide, but you feel like a, a giant walking through them. And then after a bend of a tunnel, tunnel, suddenly the, you know, the hills are much bigger and then you are walking up and over and then the tunnel is, you know, weird shapes and stuff like that. And it is disorienting a little bit, but not threatening. Right. It is just a different environment. Um, And I think we'll take a little bit of a break. We'll do another navigation when we come back. And then we'll yeah. make it to the land of the heroes. Sounds good.
0: Cool. In that case. Be right back, folks.
1: So, picking up where we left off, the crew is making their way out of the Elysian Fields and mm-hmm. down through the tunnels towards this war camp of... Napoleonic French soldiers. Um, we got a navigation roll of some sort. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Are you volunteering, Ralph?
4: Sure, happy to. <laughs> yeah,
0: actually, yeah. I've done one.
2: Drew's done one.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to. I was leaving it for others because uh, Stefford did the first one long ago and failed it. Um, so Stefford's going Projection. to attempt... Yes. Thank you. Let's see. He's going to attempt navigating by architecture. Actually, you know what? He could talk to people. What am I talking about? Um, he's going to attempt navigation by society, having uh, foolishly um, thought that his understanding of architecture was sufficient. So, he's going to try and uh, evaluate how they are traveling you know just as described empathy reading locals pick up on their habits of travels um, this is a sparsely populated area okay it's okay with me classic populated my suit sweet that'll be even a better choice
1: so what is your approach for the role
4: approach to the role uh let's see hmm Oh, okay, so he's gonna do like this Um Steph, uh As we're moving in And uh maybe the group is asking Alright, how are we gonna get around? Stepford like holds up a hand And uh, he starts carefully trying to follow people See how they're moving Leaned over a little bit like, Um You like can stalking tell that them. <laughs> Yes, exactly the key of beast is still great. a little resonant then yeah <laughs> you're just gonna hunt people towards this camp great awesome. yes ex- okay. that's exactly it <laughs> all right what's the
1: role
4: uh the role is gonna be wit, sympathy
1: okay with the minus two okay
4: um yeah, yeah. go ahead all right let's see what you got let's see what i got Ooh, Four
0: successes on eight dice. Well, no. That's six nice. dice. Six dice.
4: On six yep. dice. <laughs> Not bad. That's a great result. I will make that a dramatic failure. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't even think that's an option, technically. I don't play. think that's an
4: option. Yeah, unfortunately it isn't. Sometimes you want beats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the fold my clothes and make it a dramatic failure. Right. <laughs> I ripped my um, pants in half. Give me a beat. I'm hulking it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's a good time. It's a good time, everybody.
1: Yeah, a suspect just yelled, I'm hulking it, and then ripped off his clothes. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We responded with uh, concern and, of course, appropriate level of threat.
4: (laughs) Uh, That seems like the right thing to yell after you take
1: BCP. I'm hooking it. Ah! It's of course, I want to get it's big. I'm, I'm gonna break these cuffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly where I had gone. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, back in the actual game. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> Stafford sort of <clears throat> begins catching the vibe of some of the folks that are making the journey through this tunnel and determining whether or not they are going. The same place? And, uh, yeah, just starts stalking around each of these hills and following at a distance, and, um, at one point, I think, so focused on the task, um, at hand, starts following over one hill, and the other three of you trailing behind from a safe distance to not get so close, just watch as Stefford like goes up around this tunnel is walking on the wall and eventually the ceiling as he follows this the trail of his quarry and you're like okay <laughs> <laughs> cool uh up to you whether you realize you're now upside down no yeah that's kind of no, what i was not. going for i think you declaring
4: uh, that he's too focused makes complete sense to me yeah like a beast he is stalking after,
1: yeah. single-minded in his pursuit. Yeah, um, yeah. The three of you that are, as I said, sort of following along in, in the in the trail of or in the wake of Stefford's hunting, um, realize that this is a bit of a mutable space, um, and you can do a full-on Sonic the Hedgehog go all the way around the the <laughs> loop the loop, uh, <laughs> sort of thing, if you wish. Yeah, I'm just
2: gonna. Follow no. along Confidently <laughs> cool. following his steps mm-hmm. When
1: in Rome. Oh so you do Okay so you do follow yeah, in Rome. I feel like oh, if I dog.
2: If you approach it confidently enough It'll be fine
1: mm-hmm.
2: Don't tunes yourself And look down and fall Yeah
1: exactly I'm Predating tunes by about four decades But
0: Adelaide will invent them No five.
2: They were in World War 2
1: Mm-hmm. Were they? Really? Okay Yeah Alright So three decades Sorry <laughs> Yeah You're right. That does that does make a huge difference. Um. Anywho. Um. But yeah, you stalk this one guy, and the tunnel opens up, and you see this expansive war camp. As I said, it's got the sort of picketed stakes. Yeah. I don't know what those things are actually called. Anybody know John
0: mm-hmm. Bell, like Palisade? Or something? No, the, X's the pieces for the of
4: wood X's. on the outside. Oh,
0: to prevent like cavalry going
4: charge. Going yes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So like, those have, I'm sure those have a name, right? Yeah, let me see. Probably.
2: It I don't know.
1: But this is the thing that Chad would normally chime in on.
0: Archers um, stakes pardon? Archer's stakes. Archer stakes.
1: Interesting. Cool. Um yeah, so there's a lot of those that's the sort of delineation line of where the uh the yeah. domain is. Um there is a um there is a gate with uh, a going to use the word hollow soldier. He exists as an outline. Ooh, cool. Everywhere around the edge of him, probably like th- three inches of being, mm-hmm. is a Napoleonic soldier. But there is just nothing in the middle. Wow.
0: Like black void no. isn't
1: no, or like
4: secret.
0: Oh, yeah. okay.
4: Is that one thing I just looked it up. It's Here's actually not a horse cheval de please. I put it in sure. chat. Oh, you did. Okay, God, I didn't see that. I'm not seeing chat cuz I have the videos popping.
1: Um, yeah, a cookie cutter is a good way to think about it, right?
0: Less ominous though.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot less ominous. Um, and I think as you watch this uh, person making the journey to to the domain you um, mm-hmm. walk up and he hands him a um, limsy tattered book is a strong word but a, a thick pamphlet if you will mm. and looks him over you get the impression that he has said something to this ghost. You do not hear it. The ghost reacts and looks and OK. And then proceeds inside.
0: Does he pass through the hollow soldier?
1: No. There is a like, wooden like set of poles delineating a gate, a gap in this cheval de Vries. What do you do?
0: That looks to me like recruitment papers.
4: Mm-hmm. Good indeed. Try,
3: try and get a bit of an angle on the soldier. Like, is the does the outline shift as my perspective shifts, or always is the outline at you? Oh, okay. Look at that.
1: It is not turning. It is just always simply sure. looking at you.
3: It exists as a thing that is looking at me, mm-hmm. no matter what I do. Yeah.
1: Um, if you are within, you know, a relatively like what you might determine as like a shoutable range, right? You hear a voice in your head, each of you. Well, have you come to join the Emperor's army?
2: You seem like fine soldiers.
3: Well, we we were hoping to talk to the Emperor.
1: Ambitious. Uh,
0: To clarify... By talk, we mean parlay.
1: Parley, You are enemy combatants?
2: Mm,
0: ambassadors. Representatives.
4: An enemy is declared and forsworn. That has not happened for either
1: of us. I think you'll find that the time for talk has long since passed. We prepare for war.
4: That is not something we can test. Yet we still repeat our request for an opportunity to speak
1: with Lambeau. The only way inside these walls is as a soldier in the Emperor's army.
4: Well, then perhaps the Emperor might consider it fit to meet us outside the walls.
1: He will not. He is a busy man, a great and powerful leader.
2: I'm just going to quietly mention to you guys, should we tell them about his emissary that we took out?
0: Know that that would be the right foot to start the conversation on, but it's not a.
2: Yeah. I feel like it might make us worth talking to, but also worth utterly destroying.
3: So we were empowered to come here because of an unprovoked attack. We seek to speak with the emperor to learn the reason for his attack.
1: <clears throat> what attack we have not gone to war yet we are preparing for war
3: yet a being in a creature came from this camp and attacked our forces there was no declaration of war this caught us by surprise we come to speak to find out what is the reason behind this assault now perhaps you're not aware of this attack but we certainly are and our commanders are that's why they sent us. There is no mechanism, no procedure in the Emperor's Great Army for parley with other forces.
1: If you wish to speak with a representative, a commanding officer, well, that, would be a, that would be a start. Then, yes, as... you had not asked that yet. Mm-hmm. You demanded an option. You demanded to speak to the Emperor? I told you that was not possible.
0: Yes, please. Bring forth, summon whatever terminology you would prefer, another ambassador.
3: And your procedures allow for the safe conduct of emissaries?
1: Any dangers you encounter outside of the camp are not our responsibility. If you wish to be protected in this dark and gloomy and dangerous space, you may join the Emperor's army and become part of the glorious army therein.
3: Um no.
2: I'll just gonna just
3: sort of say energy her breath. it seems like it's a program. (laughs) Um if we can speak to a planning officer that would be helpful. I shall have a
1: message sent.
2: Thank you. Remember, they're very literal here.
1: When they are free from their preparations and have a spare moment, they will make their way here. And just stand at attention and.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. See Stafford backing away a little bit. Trying to get out of earshot out of the uh, the range within which the voice started appearing in his mind. See him like kind of deep breathing. And he says, that irritating automaton is the first that will be destroyed if we need to engage in hostility.
2: If we engage in hostilities, we've already lost.
0: also
4: depends upon the circumstance
2: you haven't seen how many soldiers are in this army yet you can
1: see yeah there is a hill from which you can see and there are endless innumerable right it is a it is a endless field of a camp of golden tents Uh,
3: I'm sure sorry sorry
1: All eventually rising up. I know I said endless, but eventually rising up to the top of a hill wherein a large central command tent sits.
4: I am not so naive to think that the four of us, or the eight of us, can overtake all of these forces. Yet that does not preclude the possibility that we might need to engage in violence in the course of whatever we do here. As we started at, stated at the outset, I acknowledged that we'd prefer to avoid it. I'm merely stating, and I'll reinforce, that if we have to engage in hostilities, I will claim that automaton as the first casualty on their side. He's all yours. And Stafford, like, nods and Looks like he relaxed a little bit.
3: And Dorothy just I, I suspect if it comes to violence we'll have much bigger fish to find. If you want to take that one out, go ahead. Centurion, what's do you have a, what's your assessment of the camp here? The readiness of these soldiers perfection. Great.
1: I think whistling Louie also <laughs> yeah, like As a speaking biggest. in Adelaide. Yeah, I think I think what you get from him is this like sort of like very like gallows humor of like, well, whatever I did to get myself shot, probably wouldn't have done it if I had been in a camp like this.
2: <laughs>
1: That's great. That it, they would have shot me a lot faster.
3: I <laughs> mean the dead is I mean there's certain logistical concerns with putting a physical army in the field You know, hygiene and things like that sort of limit the size but I guess if you don't have to
2: worry about disease and camp fever yeah. and they still have to feed them
3: mm-hmm.
2: which I imagine is the big problem mm-hmm Wonder if they have a deal with the Elysians.
0: Well, I don't think it. That was a deal. I think that was the people came and took violently.
1: Um, you can make an right, intelligence. Yeah. Was a cult role here? Anybody that's following this track of logic? Mm. Sure.
2: I will try this again.
4: Does our ghost three. specialty apply? Oh, well, um, go three.
1: Uh, yeah, it can apply here.
2: How do you have
0: nothing not on a cold? <laughs> we we've already Incredible. made fun of Craig about this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. So everyone but Dorothy has a realization that or it comes to the forefront of your mind that over the course of the conversation that this is a domain. And the way that domains work Is that if you follow the rules, the old laws of the domain, you do not suffer essence bleed. Mm -hmm. So they do not have to feed the ghosts as long as the ghosts are following the rules.
2: I imagine enlisting is the rules.
0: Enlisting and following the orders, yeah.
2: Because the gate guard was very adamant that we could come in and talk if we...
1: Yeah, and the entire time that he was talking to you, he had a pamphlet in his hand held out to you.
2: I want to ask him if I can see the papers without enlisting. I want to look at what you're offering me.
1: Very well. Soldier, a good soldier should know what is expected of them. Um, it is a set of military codes and procedures and everything that is expected of a good soldier. A good soldier. It is written to like Napoleonic codes, right? Mm-hmm. It is
2: Perfectly exacting, incredibly dense. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to see if there was like any useful information I could glean from it, but I feel like honestly, looking at this, Adelaide's brain is just gonna kind of
1: smooth over it.
2: Yeah, glaze yep. over.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, the the thing you get from it is that there is a lot to be expected of a soldier in the army. As as we've said, like it is. It is perfection.
2: Well, yeah, I'm going to give give it back.
3: They wouldn't suffer essence leave, but they would still need essence to do stuff, wouldn't they?
0: It depends they on what you mean it, do by no, no. do stuff.
4: Yeah, they want to activate a power. Just be. Be a person. They don't need it.
3: Well, I'm thinking an army is going to need to activate something to be Actually, an army on the surface, mm.
0: not necessarily. You can you can do a whole lot with just your power plus finesse. Yeah,
1: yeah. they're swords and guns,
4: especially like an influence applies. I think there are contexts in which you can do ghostly things that don't require you to spend essence. I of course little, defer to Drew and just for example arming, my right? My knowledge is a little limited in that regard. Yeah,
3: if these are going to be soldiers, they're going to need weapons. Where they, they have, all get all the weapons?
0: They have them. Um, but it is
1: perfectly reasonable for Dorothy to have these thoughts
3: mm-hmm. yeah
1: I will tell you out of character the domain does the lifting yep. of all these problem solvings right like by following the laws you are taken care of you are provided hmm. for
4: I wonder how Benjamin interacts with that
1: offer <laughs> <He>
0: doesn't <laughs> Um. So, out of character, Cody is totally cool to sit back, relax. He doesn't have essence to spend. He can wait for quite a while. Now, obviously, we'll get hungry, but you better believe he brought snacks, <laughs> ration something with him for at least a little while. I don't know about everybody
2: else.
3: Well, and Dorothy's um, got her bag with little snacks and stuff. Yeah. It?
2: Well, I mean, also. We don't want to be on her too long. We're like on a real timer, kind of. Well,
0: I mean, there, there's a war happening up there, but this is the bigger concern. And we have a way to basically ring up saying, hey, folks are coming. Prepare like at the very worst scenario. Uh, and specifically, I mean, Cody's willing to wait for whatever commander or, you know, other ambassador shows up. It's more my point. Cody isn't necessarily Um, about to try and sneak in there yet.
1: Someone comes running up from the camp. A messenger um, turns and speaks to the guardian at the gate. Um, And then you hear in your your head the same voice. Good news. It seems that the general will have some... A few scant moments to entertain your request.
0: Fabulous. Where shall we meet them?
1: Uh he will arrive here when he has that free time.
2: Do I mean- we know when that might be?
1: Yes. Approximately one week hence.
3: right
2: also by the time he has free time that means they're done and ready
0: does it what if and this is this is Cody bringing this up what if this is how they always are they're always getting ready for war and the one that we came across is an anomaly
3: but the one that we came across came to where we encountered them due to orders given by the corporal.
0: The corporal sure. gave
2: him the mask and sent him on a mission. The, and why would they
0: not have sent before or more? Maybe the mask was a one-off. Could, and Cody is bringing this up as like, he doesn't, he definitely doesn't want to go in uh, or not to uh, sign up and list. That's the word I was looking for. And while there is stuff happening up top, like right now his job is recon and watching this army because there's no way he can fight it um so he's like s- trying to figure out like okay what do we do about food if we need to but he- he's willing to wait a week due to the magic of TTRPG we can wait a week
4: Stafford effort says building off what Cody just said Perhaps that reaper is not a one-off. Armies send out scouts. It's important to reconnoiter, survey the terrain. It could be the case that periodically an entity like that reaper is sent from this
3: dominion. Given the effect it had on the surface and the widening of the gate and basically making of a superhighway right into no man's land, I'm kind of of the opinion that maybe that wasn't a scout or an aberration or a one-off. That was a part of a the plan. There were a lot of other things that sort of happened as a result of that that seemed to be interconnected.
0: Do you want to enlist to go in and find out what's going on in there? Sure.
3: And Dorothy gets up and hikes her bag over her shoulder and locks up towards the guy.
1: Excellent. You're given a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. You're gesture to go in
3: um what about my friend is the centurion enlisting as well or is it just me
1: Uh, if you are going he is going
3: okay cool
1: you soldiers may wish to do something about your uniforms to comply with regulations but otherwise we are welcome you are welcome in his Emperor's army you step through? yes you feel a imposition of discipline and there is a sergeant waiting on the other side and immediately bustles you off into drills.
3: Um, And Dorothy's totally prepared to go along with your team, but I want to keep my eyes open for if there's any scenes. You know, people, people like pushing the boundaries or if there's any kind of.
1: I will tell you flat out. No, there are not.
3: Okay. Um, So in this pamphlet that I was given, there's procedures for pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. So how are there? There's a procedure to talk to a senior officer.
0: I imagine any complaint you have goes to your sergeant.
1: Yeah. There's there's a chain of command. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay.
3: All right, so she will petition to speak to the next level in her training command. Okay,
1: you are immediately questioned about what?
3: Um, that there was uh, a creature that came from this camp, and I was, um I don't see any around here, so I was curious about where they were coming from and what they were, if they're part of our plan. It didn't seem to fit in with the rest of the camp here, and I had some questions about that.
1: Uh, You are immediately told that being curious is not part of your job as a soldier.
3: But it is my job to report things that aren't complying with the regulations, correct?
1: Give me a roll. So sure.
3: like that's good.
1: Give me a roll for that one.
3: <laughs> I am absolutely leaning.
0: You might the... need
1: to get kicked in for this one, but give me a roll for it.
0: <laughs> um Don't take this the wrong way, but Dorothy is totally going HOA Karen. <laughs> <laughs> no. starting <laughs> off to the drill
2: Sergeant though was uh
3: a choice. Um empathy manipulation work? Or persuasion manipulation?
2: Yeah,
1: definitely manipulation, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, Give me a give me a minus two on this.
0: Spend that pool power. It ain't going to be here tomorrow.
3: I only got one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Might be worth it. Hey, they're worth it. <laughs> uh, mm,
0: no. Why no? Intelligence oh, manipulation for switching. Too much,
3: yeah, too much shit in there. Hang on. Oh, now
0: okay. that's it. It's up to Chris. Well, they got rid of the last
4: <laughs> two, True. or the first two.
2: In the second <laughs> die was the success. Yeah,
3: well, that's- there. <laughs> <laughs> that was good.
0: Correct answer, Craig. <laughs> uh, sorry for podcast folks. That was nine dice for one success. Craig turns turns around and says, "Here, here's eight dice for three successes. Actually, ten and eight dice, respectively." for one and
2: three. This is nine and seven. Mm
1: The screaming baby cat in the background.
0: It doesn't do the modifiers for some reason.
1: Ah, It's celebrating his dinner. Ah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you are like, pulled to the side. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have anything to report about someone breaking regulations That is a serious offense. Or not the it's report. A... Sorry, let me clarify, not the That's character. Let me just make sure I'm communicating yeah. There so, ain't no snitching like... in Napoleon's <laughs> army.
3: I'm, I'm aware. It says so right here.
1: <laughs> Good. You learn quickly. You'll do well here. You do need to do something about that uniform, though.
3: I will see to it immediately.
1: So what is this concern of regulations being broken?
3: Um, we don't have. Um, uh, I'm concerned that somebody brought in an unauthorized creature. We don't have creatures creature. in this camp. Yeah, we um, a four like a, a four legged wolf like creature. We don't have anything like that in this camp.
1: Hmm, that would be highly irregular. Very well. Come with me. People skills, baby. Marked yeah. Off. I think you have succeeded in getting yourself over your head at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> is anyone else following Dorothy in?
0: Um, once Dorothy has gone in um, and like is accepted and marched off and like, oh, okay. Uh, Cody is
1: going um, to... You cannot follow where she goes.
0: Right. No, I'm just more like she is taken into the camp and not like right, right, right. dissolved by, you know, enlisting. Uh, Dorothy is going to look to the other two and go. Cody? Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look at Adelaide and uh, and Stefford and say if she's going that route, I'm almost tempted to see if I can sneak in
2: I don't think you can sneak in if you want to enlist also I have an idea I don't know if this is going to work it might be a horrible idea Mm -hmm. which is that I'm seeing her walk away further than I can see so I'm going to sit down and put up a boneyard reaching into a dominion (laughs) hmm And I don't know what that's going to do.
1: Okay. Uh, you're welcome to roll it.
2: It's boneyard and synergy. Heck yeah! There
1: you go. Uh, you set up the boneyard. It extends partially, um, through the walls, past the the barrier, the the delineation point of of. The domain um roll me a clash of wills
2: what, what is that
1: <laughs> um, uh
2: composure hmm.
1: that, essentially, plus energy. essentially the same power
2: oh, okay
0: um but you do get the bonus from duration i just can't remember how long boondiard
1: lasts
2: it lasts until you turn it off
1: mm-hmm. so you take indefinite so it's about a plus five plus four.
2: Plus four. I'll spend that on the roll power so it's plus <laughs> seven Flex. only three?
0: god twelve dice, three successes songbird strikes again
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> sorry you're rolling against Chris so this might be okay
1: it might be okay
0: Still gonna be a huge pool then. But I guess the Kerbroi is gonna have?
2: Yeah. Which is why I threw 12 at it. (laughs) Fuck me.
0: Maybe they'll also get three successes and you can roll off. (laughs) 22! (laughs) With eight successes.
4: Baby.
1: Um, oh, that would be
3: a hard no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let me let me let me let me DM here a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you extend your boneyard in there, and um, uh, you hear immediately just horns being blown inside the cave.
3: Hey.
1: Yeah. And there is a shout uh, of. Just all sorts of shouts in French. Um, and um, coming stampeding out of the gate, uh, flanked by a number of soldiers on both sides, is an absolutely image of perfection of a medieval knight in pitch black Ooh. armor riding a solid black horse the size of a barn.
2: Great.
0: unfortunately my mind went to regular sized knight,
1: huge horse. He's a little bit bigger. I mean he's right, yeah. appropriately sized size, for a horse. Right.
0: But just the comparison, I apologize. Um
4: universe charger is great
1: he is fully covered by the the the, uh, visor of the helmet covered head to toe in armor Uh, just, just in an unrealistic way how thick the armor is like I hate to always go to fucking Stormlight Archive, but it's fucking shard played basically, right? right? Yeah. It is this, yeah. You sure unreal. you hate it? Because I, don't. I mean, I mean, I don't. But you like, now. Uh, that that series has just permanently brain rotted me. Um, Look, but we're all just yeah, trying so to tell journeys
4: the, here and journey before things comes
1: out. Um, I'm striding out, and you have. A brief moment to rescind whatever you have just done to lay claim to his emperor's land.
2: I will drop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm terribly sorry. I did not mean to cause offense. I wanted to keep an eye on my friend who is being led beyond my vision.
1: Your friend has enlisted. Yes. They will be taken care of then. There is no need for concern, and no need to spy inside of our camp. Nor to lay claim to the ground of the Emperor's dominion.
3: The Evil Knights took a very dim view of spies.
1: looks around
2: are you a commanding officer
1: I am the general
2: you're the guy we were here to see (laughs) yes
1: oh I see
2: did you receive that note
1: yes our meeting scheduled one week hence and yet you have somehow skirted that ruined my timetables set me innumerable minutes behind schedule.
0: Well, since you're already here and you're already behind schedule,
2: we won't have to waste your time next week.
3: I it as working ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And this is how the three of us turned into Looney Tunes.
1: We're all soldiers. Why have you not enlisted?
0: I am currently already enlisted in another army.
1: In which army? Uh, Well,
0: yeah, Her Majesty's army.
1: Her Majesty, the Queen of
0: England?
2: Dun, Just,
1: dun, dun. Uh, um, um, as, as that's happening Steph there are again. English soldiers being sent here
2: could he mm-hmm. no are
3: mm-hmm. they? Uh, and technically it's the king's army
1: yeah it would be the king's oh,
3: army oh yeah that's
0: true Yeah, um, and uh, yes uh, allies to France in point of fact
1: I'm not sure how he does this with a full visor, but he spits on the ground. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
4: is it black? Black as tar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, coming out of the visor. Yeah.
0: Actually, just. Uh, just we a are few not years?
1: allies with English dogs.
0: Oh, uh, actually. And like, bear in mind, like, Cody has been having this conversation in fluent French. Right, mm-hmm. so I actually um, and pa- Parisian French. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm just saying. I I was in, I was in Paris like a year ago. I I signed up for the French Foreign Legion. Actually, technically, I don't know that I quit them either. No, you did. Yeah, I'm enlisted yeah, in two you're armies. You were a French, French soldier already.
1: Soldier, and you betrayed.
0: Think of it more as a uh, to
1: join the English.
0: Think of it more as a lend lease program.
1: I have never said this in my duty as the general. You are unfit to enlist in his emperor's army. <laughs> <laughs> Cody has never
0: been so proud. He's putting that one up on the fridge later.
1: <laughs> you literally see, you see I, the I gate? that part <laughs> disappear. It does not exist to you. And to you alone.
0: interesting and like Cody just kind of like half turns his head doesn't actually say anything aloud but in his head Mm -hmm. to it that bleeds it's like "Hmm, I think we have him riled up
1: (laughs) the others of you
2: I'm not a soldier I am a nurse
1: fitting occupation for a woman you would be welcome amongst our ranks, though.
2: Do your people have need of doctors?
1: We have need of soldiers of all talent In the glorious undertaking that is to occur, All soldiers except one would <laughs> provide <laughs> adequate skills and training given a boon to his emperor's army.
2: And what is the glorious undertaking? What is to occur that
1: by what, by what manner of thinking do you think I would share this with you?
2: You're asking me to sign up to participate. Yes. How can I participate if I don't know what I'm agreeing to?
1: You have not yet agreed to participate, and therefore I would be giving away intelligence to an enemy combatant.
3: This, in the military, is what we call a catch twenty-two. <laughs>
1: if you wish to know and to be a part of the army, you may enlist.
2: I'm just going to turn to Cody and be like, well, he's assured us that Dorothy will not be harmed. Dorothy. Our friend who has enlisted. I have no desire to enlist. So, shall we just wait so Stafford, do you have questions for the general
4: absolutely
2: <laughs>
4: so Stafford looks at the general and says it is possible you meant no offense when acknowledging Adelaide's profession Yet, I believe it worthy of reminder that in your own country, one of the most important demonstrators of martial virtue was a woman. And all of they us.
2: Did burn her well, <laughs> well, I know,
4: I know. I know, I know that what was a issue. And he nods and just says, We would all, it would, it would do us all credit. To aspire to her talent, not with arm, not just with arms, but with virtue.
1: Uh, give me a roll here. All right, and you do, you take uh, a plus
4: three. Sweet good roll. Presence expression, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sounds good. Alrighty, let me make sure an too two. Attribute selected.
3: Ah.
4: I want to spend a point of mana because I have synergy Traves. four. Make that an exceptional success. Point of mana? <laughs> yeah, <You spend laughs> point of mana. If you've got one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's cool. Um. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. You appeal to his. The reason for this bonus: you have appealed to his sense of French patriotism. Excellent. (laughs) Um, He lifts his visor, Mm -hmm. and the entirety of the armor and the horse and everything dissolves around him.
0: Reveals Joan of Arc? Uh,
1: No, it's not reveals Joan of Arc. Uh, It reveals simply just a, a French officer.
4: Excellent. Uh, when that happens, Stefford politely waits for it to finish and says, um, I feel honored by your demonstration of a willingness to talk to us um, with without the, the armaments that imply otherwise.
1: If we are not to come to blows immediately, there's no need for me to be the general. Uh, and just... Like, under his arm Mm -hmm. is the helmet. Cool. And you recognize it absolutely is a death mask. All right, yes!
4: (laughs) Okay, so Stafford says, um, we are not to come to blows. Definitely not immediately. And I believe we all would prefer, if it never happens, be true. You asked if, uh, in, in whose army... We are enlisted in whose army we serve as soldiers. It is true that we have at times served a martial function. However, our function, mission, and responsibility is not entirely martial. A soldier who does not fight? A soldier who only fights when necessary, and at other times employs the other talents that, as you suggested, can benefit an army as mighty as the Emperor's. Ambassadors, spies. Spy is not. Ambassador is an an acceptable word, as would be envoy or messenger. And as is consistent with the... What do you you see? You see, the old ways and the enforced codes, messengers are protected. Of course. So he nods and says, we are here... Um, to discuss what we believe to be an initiation of hostilities without an aforementioned declaration of war, and a confirmation that an order was given, or that there was hubristic action taken on the part of well. one. Okay, go ahead. Describe the circumstances. I shall yes and he does yeah hmm.
1: yes I know of who you speak he was sent off as a scout and a recruiter
4: is it common for scouts or recruiters To engage in violence in the course of their duties?
1: Why would it not be? Oh. And what enemy combatants did he assault or cause violence? What you have described, no violence was given.
0: Incorrect because Cody is not speaking up. It's clearly his persona non grata. Uh but uh we saw ghosts get yoinked up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. So they were shamed. They were recruited.
4: Press gang if we will, will. Press gang, yeah. no yeah. So so then um Stafford says, uh I would hope that you understand the perspective that I come from when I state this conscription or military enslavement is its own kind of violence and so to reinforce in the manner of an envoy messenger or ambassador we come to entreat you to discuss this without an explicit assumption that this entity was ordered by your command or the command of the emperor to impose violence upon those ghosts that
1: we saw harmed. not given specific orders to do so. Thank you for confirming that. I see now your concern concerned here. your grand concern here you wish to ascertain whether or not we are preparing to journey above as our campaign looks
4: around yes he says he says yes um there is one other ancillary concern but it does not need
1: to be discussed immediately. I believe I can assuage your concerns without giving away military secrets of the Emperor. The destination the purpose of the glorious campaigns we shall embark upon are not to take over the land of the living.
4: Ever dance? Will that be all? I would. I'd like to raise my ancillary concern, yet I will acknowledge what you've shared with us, and thank you for being so forthcoming.
1: Very well. What is your other concern?
4: My ancillary concern is that those ghosts that might be under our protection or responsibility might have... The legitimate agency to choose the context in which they truly become a member or servant to the Emperor's army. If they were of their own volition truly to choose to do so, I would not object because that is their choice. Yet, if they are as a consequence of need or confusion drawn down and forced to sign papers without a true understanding of what's happening to them. I would consider that to be a perpetuation of injustice. And I recognize in yourself an understanding of honor and choice. And so I would hope that you receive this concern. Oh, We're in, in the French. we way. invented liberty. So Zephyrnauts. Because of course he does still have a romanticized notion of French culture. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Especially because they're in the context and the
1: experiences he had in France compared to the US historically. Your concerns it. will be relayed to the Emperor. Henceforth, any scouts under my command shall have clearer shall orders. shall be shall be given clearer more discreet orders in their dealings.
2: I do have a concern about the the gate. Did they do that? I'm saying this to Stafford because mm. the light will talk to him and that's good. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um. You mean the hole?
2: Yeah. Was um. that the
4: yeah, so I meant to communicate that as part of what Stefford is saying, mm-hmm. but I will reinforce that in character because that's a really good point, Ash. Uh, so Stefford says, what we'll say, in those more precise and discrete orders, does that include an avoidance of uh, creating uh, a portal, a new gate um, that said ghosts um, would not be able to escape?
1: That does not sound like something that we could have done. Ah. That, that is also helpful.
2: This was a big concern for us.
1: Um, now, if there is nothing else, I have much to do.
4: Stefford holds up a hand one moment, and I know you're going to say something true. Um, but um, he says, would you accept an, an offering out of courtesy and gratitude? Without it encroaching on the um, the notion of it somehow being untoward. That's not Penny. Not for Stefford, asking was um, enough for him. So. Sure.
0: Cody leans into to Stefford and goes, "Um, we need to get Dorothy back." <laughs> We can't, we can't leave her in there.
4: You
2: yep. can see what she's up to.
1: <laughs> How do you get to discharge? Uh And he <laughs> marches back in through the gate. If there's mm-hmm. nothing else to talk about. um, Yeah, I don't think he, like, he knows that your friend is now part of his army, but I don't uh-huh. think he gloats about it. Right. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, it's no just man. a
2: fact. She yep. enlisted.
1: Yep. Um, Dorothy. We can mm-hmm. do this real quick. Um, we'll. Think we'll have a. a need of another session here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds right. Considering it is actively time to stop the show. Yeah, uh, you are behind enemy lines, so to speak. Well, not enemy. <laughs> nope, as you are, well, no, you are, you well, are well, well within your own lines. Um, you are on your way to go speak to uh, a commanding officer when mm-hmm. the entire camp breaks out into a hullabaloo. There are horns, there is shouting, there is everyone moving into uh, very strict marching columns. Um, there is chatter amongst uh, the soldiers of it. It's time to march. It's time to go to war. Um, and others are like, no, no, listen, wait for the orders. Don't get ahead of yourself. Um, and you're shoved into. Like you're basically told that, will like your concerns will have to wait, get in, right. get into your, your ranks, um, And you see this giant black knight on a black horse ride by with his own personal honor guard and ride out the gate. Um, And there's whispering of the general. Um, And everyone is standing at attention, waiting for orders. And you hear a shifting, clinking sound of met like small pieces of metal bouncing off of each other mm. coming from behind you and everyone's snaps up like everyone was at attention, right? Ooh, yeah. it is now rigid and perfect. And walking down the central column of where the, these two marching columns have, have formed. Um, coming up just out of the corner of your eye, you can see this shifting mass of metals that makes up the Emperor's body. Um, A lot and, of metals. Yes, and the, pic- the picture I have in the roll 20 is, is who you see. Um, speaking in this very quick, choppy uh, shouts of stuff and looking over the ranks of his soldiers Um, and he just points to a couple um, and some of his personal honor guard step over and just sort of grab them by both shoulders and step them out of line uh, and begin marching them back away into the camp um, and stops on the row next to you and looks you dead in the face. That uniform is out of regulation. And a bunch of people's hands grab onto you.
3: hmm
1: and you are whisked away
3: to the
0: stocks.
1: Ooh, back into the camp. <laughs> oh no. Uh, that's why we're leaving it for tonight. Okay. Oh man.
0: Um, Before we do the little outro thing just because I know some people might disappear because they're used to hearing the outro stuff so I want to ask this up front. Do you think we have enough for a full session? Because I was wondering if we do kind of a epilogue thing rescuing Dorothy however that might be and then Kind of introduce stuff for Numenera next week,
1: uh, if that works. I think. I think. Yeah. I think that's that's probably how much time I'll need for it. Okay. Um, works for me. If if half a session is enough for Ralph to do a session zero sort of thing, then um, then that I think that is a, a viable schedule for next week.
0: because cool. that means so we can do that. Because we'll probably be off for Thanksgiving, for mm-hmm. American yeah. Thanksgiving. sir Craig uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um. Cool. Okay. Sorry.
1: Perfect. We'll have session zero, skip a week, and then start new minute. Yeah, baby. Cool. Sounds cool. All right. Um. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh. This has been a blast. We will have uh half a more episode. So as I said, this was part one of question mark, and I thought maybe we might get it all done. But mm-hmm. uh, I-, I like how this session went a lot. So.
0: <laughs> I love Dorothy. I'll good. enlist. I'm like that's. Why? Why? It's
1: <laughs> a chain of
0: bad decisions. <laughs>
2: Good.
1: I did mention in I board, it uh,
0: just for, for everybody else. This is a bad decision that I also was totally okay seeing oh, yeah. be the right decision. And mm-hmm. Dorothy just be yeah. like, I'm going to go up there. I'm
1: going to yank him by his ear. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Craig. It's what a Chris character yeah, would do. But, <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> Dorothy's skills are all
3: people skills. She's going with mm. the people are
1: that's mm-hmm. fair that makes sense Anyway, makes a lot of sense thank you so much for joining us again uh if you want to come and hang out and talk about this uh campaign so far uh, or be excited about our upcoming numenera game which ralph will be running uh, yeah, if baby. you want to talk about your birds and your other animals if you want to talk about video games because i know people will be playing that rim world or whatever or i don't know or fortress uh, games
2: Amazing
1: Final Fantasy characters No, no computers no um, also. We've That's got lots it. of different channels in our Discord full of uh, enlightening and wonderful conversations um, You can check that out at eatinto.space uh, If you want to become part of our Patreon and give us some money to support our, our habits of uh, getting dope art for our games and um, upgrading some equipment here and there uh, you can check that out at staylucky.club Uh, As always, we love you all. Stay spooky, and we'll catch you next week. Peace
4: out, you